is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. South Coast tonight. And um, I'm Chris McCarthy, and that's Marcus Farrow. And we have in the studio with us Councilor Hugh Dunn from Ward 3, uh, as Marcus says, God's Country. God's, God's country, country in Ward 3, right? The land of milk and honey. So we were talking about the uh, the um, petition that's going to, going to be going up to the, to the legislature and the governor uh, for benefits for Mike Cassidy, but there's been other things going on in the area. We had a visit from the President of the United States here to uh, Somerset. Um, you have had a lot of time in, in uh, sure. working on the yeah. federal level when you worked for Congressman Keating. Um, what did you think of the visit by the president? So uh, I'm familiar with the site that the president visited. I, I did a walkthrough a few years ago. I, I took some uh, offshore wind folks there. I think that site is very uh, ready, and, 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 and they have contracts there uh, with offshore wind folks. Uh I was a little concerned about, frankly, if we're just asking me my 100% opinion, right. uh, if we want to be hyping up uh, the blue economy, that's not the site I choose because it has not taken off yet. Yeah. And frankly, I feel like the state is behind uh, other states as far as offshore wind. I feel like Connecticut has dumped a ton of money into offshore wind. New Jersey has dumped a ton of money into offshore wind. Uh, their legislature and their governors have gotten behind it much faster than ours did. Like, yeah, we can say, oh, we're the first that we, you know, we thought about it first, but you know, <laughs> well, we, we, you know. there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys on Boston yeah, yeah, saying that too. We, we thought of it first, but like, where's the money? So, it, and, and we're getting there. We're doing, you know, we're, 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 you know, allocating money for megawatts of offshore wind, but uh, to have the president do a speech on top of a pile of rubble is not exactly how I would want to hype up the blue economy or offshore wind. It's not the vision for his legacy that, that you'd, you'd want to put out no, there. Yeah. No, I, I, I would prefer it. Uh, maybe the Marine Commerce Terminal that Deval Patrick put a ton of money in uh, prepping our community, uh, New Bedford, for... Uh, or in Charlestown, I hate to say it, in Charlestown, we have the uh, wind turbine test, uh, uh, testing facility where you have these massive uh, turbines there. You know, it's not the South Coast, but I, uh, on top of, I, 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 I think that site has enormous potential, but it's not where I would be saying like this is our future that's also what they say about your kid when he's last in the class right he has enormous <laughs> potential right well what um what mayor mitchell said to us uh last week chris and i he said that in terms of port cities um uh attracting offshore wind businesses he said we have a lead on the uh, in the east, east coast and we're going to stretch that lead so what are your thoughts on that yeah, I mean, we have been preparing for offshore wind longest. I think we have 
I, I think out of port cities, we have that marine commerce terminal, and it is it is very ready for the offshore wind industry out of other communities. But we actually have to like do it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, let, let's actually get it done. Um, that's not a plug with my last name. <laughs> but, but so seeing in, in Brayton Point, in, I, I've hosted meetings with Congressman Keating, Kennedy, and, and our senators about the potential of Brayton Point. But if I'm going to think about places where I, I want to do optics around wind, ener- wind energy, I'm not going to do it there because that site isn't like great looking yet. Right. It has all the potential, and I think it has a great future, but. Just frankly, I, I I hated the optic of it. Yeah, actually, I heard a um, ABC reporter call it look said it looked like a uh, uh, dirt field with trash. Actually, is what he said. Honestly, right? But, yeah, the Green Commerce Terminal is a much better looking. Yeah, I agree. Uh, venue for that type of uh, announcement, and you get to see um, Fairhaven. It had federal and state money put into it, right? And you get to see Fairhaven. So, why do you think they they chose that site? I I couldn't tell you. Right. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. I think that's an honest opinion. You don't. I mean, I I don't think anyone could really figure it out. I couldn't. I just thought they. There must be an idea. Why would I know? And you've been you 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 were very involved in the blue economy and offshore wind, but you've been out of the loop for a bit because you actually got a new position uh, at a one eight hundred law guys (laughs) at a prestigious law firm in Boston. Call me. Uh, They call me Mister Policy. I go after the top policy limit on. Uh, whoever injured they call you, call me Mr. Policy. Mr. Policy. So if somebody hits you, if they got a hundred k on their car insurance policy, I'm going to get it. Right? So, <laughs> and, and I mean, you know, you're making light of it a little bit, but the reality of it is, if you've been injured, um, the you only thing that's going to rectify it is money. Quite that's frankly, that's right. Yeah. I mean, your life is your life is changed considerably. Yeah. So if if you if you if you, if you get some. Guy who doesn't understand. I really like Mr. Policy. I like Mr. Policy. Because, Mr. Policy. Yeah, because it it like it includes like your political background as yeah. a city councilor. I'm a policy maker. And, yeah, and it, I'm a right. policy getter. <laughs> and you fought for the death benefits of a. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Make policy for the best, but always go for the policy. The insurance company asks me what I want. I say I want the policy. Hmm. Really? That's yeah. that's what you say to them. All the time. What's the formal name for the law firm? Uh, Kelly and Associates. Kelly and but Associates. we are the law guys. The law guys in yeah. Boston. 1-800-LAW-GUYS. But you service South Coast. Uh, absolutely. You, yeah, you just... you, you I just a lined of- up a, a major case in New Bedford yesterday. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. It's a policy case. Cool. Yeah. Very good. The, um, the We're speaking with Hugh Dunn from Wood 3 and also from the law guys. Um what is it? One eight hundred law. One eight hundred law guys. Law guys. It's pretty easy to remember. It yeah. is pretty easy to remember. You can remember it even if you're on the side of the road in a car accident. The um, <laughs> yeah, the, right. the um, the uh, so I uh, better call the law guys, right? Yeah, so, you should. So <laughs> like better call Saul. So you've got um, other things coming up on the horizon. Yeah. Um, how, how was last night's meeting? Uh, contentious. That's my understanding. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened? The city council president was not. He was on vacation, which he's entitled to. Sure. So he wasn't yeah. there. So what happened or didn't happen? Well, uh, one issue that we dug into that really hit home for me was the the decision from the city to increase the uh, the fine for uh, for uh, for uh, for parking from ten to twenty dollars. Right. 
it's, right? it's it's outrageous actually so uh, and yeah, yeah. I'm guilty of having plenty of parking tickets. Me too. It, yeah. I, well, you used to be. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. Very funny. <laughs> no, go ahead. I don't know why I come here. <laughs> That's why you come here. Yeah. So, but, but during during a pandemic where where. I'm going to walk out of here. <laughs> walk. <laughs> He's going to walk. I'm going to get my bicycle and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Friends like this who so need enemies. So during a pandemic. No, no. During a pandemic. <laughs> they raise the fines. They're raising the fines. And even though it doesn't apply to you currently, you're upset about it. I'm out of here. It's a Go to commercial. It's a true. It's a- Call 1-800-LAW-GUYS. I can't. Ask for Mr. Can't, Policy. Can't go to commercial now. I'm going to keep going. Ask for Mr. Policy. <laughs> Let's oh, go. Let's go. <sighs> It's only forty-five minutes till left. So, 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 no, seriously. So, they, so they increased the fines, and you guys talked about it last night in the city council. How did you feel about it? Well, I, I assume it can be charged against against bicycles as well. <laughs> he goes on. He's got a jersey boot on his on his bicycle. <laughs> so, he really, you are part of the part of the target population. <laughs> What about your skateboard? All right. well, all right. Are you immune to skateboard? <laughs> skateboard. <laughs> it's a true expression of solidarity because it just absolutely does not at all apply to you. <laughs> see, see, we're members of the media who don't have to eavesdrop on his conversations. We can, just, right. get, we can right. just get him to say it. <laughs> we get him to say the real honest stuff right in the air. So we have to listen around the corner. <laughs> so we're we're speaking with you know we're speaking to folks. Uh, we're, <laughs> McCarthy, you can kiss that kidney goodbye. I say a prayer for that kidney. I'm going to punch you in your only kidney right now. I don't even have one. By the way, folks, he's punching himself in his kidney right now. No, for those hey, who don't know, no. you, you done generously volunteered to give me his kidney. He may have just taken it back. It's off the table. It's off the, it's table. Off the table. The policy guy said I yeah. no more. No, no more. I, I always go for the joke. I always go for the joke. You just cost me a life-saving it's, it's, That's right. It's, it's your last it's, laugh. It's, it's, <laughs> we used to have a great bar in New Bedford in the last laugh. You, you would have loved it. <laughs> we had a great bar in New Bedford called the last laugh. Yeah, yeah. You would have loved it. Yeah. It's still too early to take a break. It's just dying chortle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know two of us haven't been driven. What's... Hit the button. Time out. I gotta... I gotta... I gotta... I gotta um, I got, it's, it's too early to take a break, but I gotta do it anyway. Do it. All right, I'm gonna take a break now. We'll be right back. Hold you on. Oh. Marcus and Chris. And... Uh, we have some callers, right? We have some callers. Good evening. Thanks for holding. Good evening again. Sorry, I didn't get back to you in time, but I have hey, Tom, no problem. problem. Yeah, you're talking a lot about Steve Bannon, but I won't get that into the conversation now. But the uh, the piece on the twenty dollar increase, 
Does anybody know whether that came directly out of the traffic commission yeah. or out of the mayor's office? <clears throat> well, I mean, it's it's hard to tell, right? But the traffic commission's the one that... That's a good way to put it, Marcus. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell where it came out of, but the traffic commission is the one that 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 has the say over it. It's their it's their jurisdiction, so... But yeah, I'm wondering I'm wondering how much uh, consideration for that increase had to do with uh, the bond that they had on the Elm Street garage. I know uh, the previous guy, you know, I think it was three point two million uh, to renovate Elm Street garage, right. and uh, th that bond had to be paid off. Uh, it may have been that that they weren't getting enough revenue in. I agree with uh, you, Tom. I think you're onto something. Yeah, oh, by the way. Chris, yes. were you at Sherpid back in the year 2000? Uh, no, I had just left. You just left. Well, did you have a part in the, the study that they did on parking in New Bedford? Fascinating piece of work. So um, I have I have seen the study since. Um, I, do, I do. I mean, I, I think Sherpid is a fantastic organization. The research there is, is really, really uh, important for this area. And um, the... Um, the um, the, but but on, on the on the on the traffic fines uh, for parking, I agreed with you. I think they they do they were trying to drive, and, and it's a legitimate reason to drive more business to the garages. You have to pay for them. You built them, and they are right. they're a good place. But and I do think one of the things the city could be doing is making those garages in the forefront of more people's minds when they're going downtown to park. Don't you agree? I, I agree with that, and I agree. Uh, or I'd like to promote to public transportation. I mean, from the study that was done, they, they did a lot of projection into the year 2020. And that there's been so much transition downtown in the last 20 years from the university, from the police station uh, that was on Union Street closing, different banks changing and all that kind of stuff, new restaurants, uh, new occupants downtown, and, and the parking that, that has to go with all that. Uh, so... Uh, I, I think the, the, the business is down there because the people that work down there, I think they estimated at 5,000 people on any given day uh, throughout the downtown area. If, if they were able to, to get some type of voucher from the businesses uh, to take the bus, that would free up a heck of a lot of parking spaces, not to mention, you know, the gas cost today and everything else. But uh, I, I thought that $20, you know, for me, I, I think the last time I – pay to fine because the meter didn't work with 15 bucks that was about 10 10 years ago because uh, i had a uh, an additional five dollar penalty for not paying it on time right I, well i i mean i think we're everyone who's gotten a parking ticket has has fallen into that category right it seems like it's one of those things you go you get you get irritated right away and then you almost put it right out of your mind you put it above your visor whatever next thing you know oh my god i owe additional money right well you got to go renew your license and you can't right so i do think that um that there's a um, um, a reason to drive people to the parking garages that makes sense. You've got to... I know the businesses downtown are, are angry about the parking fines and things like that. I think it'll drive business away. But in my experience, as the, I am more likely to not shop downtown because I couldn't find a parking spot than I am afraid I'm going to get a parking ticket, quite frankly. Hugh, um, right. Hugh so, so Tom called in and asked this question. Maybe you have more insight being a city councilor. <clears throat> Tom, who? Uh, Tom Kennedy called called that. I love that guy. Great guy. <laughs> He's, on He's on the phone, the phone now. Right now. He's on yeah. the phone right now. So uh, so Hugh, um, you do you know if this uh, if this ordinance was is going to get repealed? A hundred percent. It's going to get repealed. Yeah. Oh, that's big news. Yeah. How can it get repealed? We're going to make it happen. How? How? 
Yes. We're, we're going to tell the mayor that it's going to happen, and he's going to do it. <laughs> and if he doesn't, he has no leg to stand on. Are what you going to challenge him to a duel? A hundred percent. Let's meet in the parking lot right now. <laughs> he's in New York. He, he, oh, no, he's back. Actually, he's back. He's back. He's got Beauty and the Beast right now. Oh, exactly. Yeah, he's at Beauty and the Beast while we're paying 10 bucks more to park. Tom is speaking directly to you. What's going on, man? Council done. Yeah. Your family is from Inniskillen, correct? From Holyoke, Mass. No, the the Ireland. Yeah, 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 yeah. So is mine. We could be it's relevant, beautiful. believe it or not. Yeah? <laughs> yeah Scary. This, we can trace it back, too. But regarding that, with uh, uh, it's 9.30 on a Friday night, so I guess I could talk about it. Uh, regarding that, Western Ireland and your commitment to uh, McCarthy on your kidney donation. Is this a setup? No, this is real stuff. He just tried stuff. to take it back. Is there a doctor? In, is there a doctor in the parking lot right now? Is there a surgeon there's a, out there? There's a tub of ice in the bathroom. No, the, You're going the idea, in. The idea is my sister uh, needed a kidney. She since passed, but she, she was on dialysis for almost I'm 19 sorry to hear years. That. And uh, but be that as it may, uh, where the ancestral part was important uh, from when you announced. Uh, with Ms. Uh, McCarthy, you know, being uh, uh, ancestral and, and close at hand kind of thing. Right. Uh, when I went to uh, give my kidney to my sister, I wasn't eligible because I had a heart issue. What I was thinking is in the event of my passing, uh, would those tests that I took be conducive uh, uh, to do a transplant upon my passing to McCarthy? Huh. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll ask tomorrow. Look into. Tell you the yeah. truth, I, I, I see my renal doctor uh, tomorrow. Uh, that's yeah, um, you yeah, know that you don't want to make your up. life more valuable to me when it's gone. So, but, <laughs> but, but but I do. Especially if you no, heard, I, I, heard I really Councilor John it, talk about how he's going to handle the parking thing. Right. I really appreciate it, Tom. That's a um, yeah. The, the idea is if the test. I thought if the test has already been done, it was about well now it's uh, 2007, so it was that long ago. Uh, I think they would still stand, you know, whatever criteria is needed uh, to be a match. Right. But uh, uh, th- that's one thing that, that I had in mind. I figured I'd get that in tonight since, since I'm one of the Incredible. few people calling, I guess. Fantastic. Tom, Tom, I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I appreciate it, Tom. Incredible. Hey, keep going what you're doing. That was a great bantering earlier. <laughs> I had a good laugh. I'm sure Dunn had a good laugh. But Tom, I'm gonna just, I, I always I'm, I enjoy hearing you. It's It's good to talk to you. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I know that uh, the $20 may seem like a lot. I don't think it's a lot. I think it's necessary, and it will push people into public transportation. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate the call. Uh, 508-996-0500. We actually got to take a break, and then we will be right back. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris Marcus and Counselor Dunn on a Friday night. Fourteen twenty WB. Hey, we are back on the air. It's Chris McCarthy, Marcus Farrow, that's me, and uh, City Councilor, uh, I almost said City Councilor at large, but that's not true. You're a ward councilor. Feels uh, at large. <laughs> it feels like it. Well, it's certainly when it comes to tickets, you're you're at large. Yeah. The um, you're, you're, you're telling people that the City right, Council is going to you were No, no, you were telling people, you just told everybody that you and the city council are going to repeal the $20 ticket fine. No, that's not that's not accurate. 
the entire you, city council is going to repeal that fine. But, right. you, but yes. you're not answerable. The traffic, the traffic is not answerable to you. <laughs> Don't care. Right. <laughs> it's a political showdown. Yeah, and they will lose. I think. I like it. Game of five on five basketball. Right? You could field a team out of that city council. I think so. But where are they going to get Council the f- versus traffic commission? <laughs> council versus traffic commission. Where, yeah, where are they going to get their five? Where are they going to get their five? The two... So... We win. It's... <laughs> you think so? I think Brian is on both teams. He would be on both teams. But, okay, so that's the thing. So actually, let's, Brian's, let's say... Brian's going to be with us. Let's say... Yeah, but no, 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 no. We need yeah. to... No, we need to... Don't we need to divvy this up? We need to be well, fair. So Brian's... So... so Because you would... They couldn't field the team without Brian and, and, and Brad, right? Does so, Brad stay on the other team? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Brad and Brian have to stay. Otherwise, they don't have enough people to field the team. But the mayor, which time, which team does the mayor? Oh, play the mayor, for? yeah, the mayor did play basketball, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so the mayor, so they've got the mayor. <laughs> they can have the mayor. <laughs> they've got the solicitor's department. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, so are we? That, no, no, yeah. no. So are we? We're going deeper. We're we're digging deeper into the into the city government. So the mayor has actually his entire his staff at the city staff, yes, and then yes. it's just the city council. <clears throat> Who's the best the basketball player? staff against the city council. Who's the best staff? But I'm saying you got to field a team of five for the mayor. Who do you think out of his staff would be the best? The best basketball. None player? of them. Zero. <laughs> Zero. None of them have hoops. Like, no. <laughs> no. Zero. None of them. No. So the mayor. I think you. I think. Tell you, me. Tell me. I'm wrong. Who? So wait a second. I have. I have a theory that it would be. You and four members of the city council versus the mayor unathletic. and four members of his staff. You are? Yeah, I'm uncoordinated. I'm really, I'm, re- I, I'm aggressive. Well, I'm sorry, folks. You are gonna have to pay the fines. So, so no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm aggressive, and I'm. I'm so you'd very be like cheap, a de- like a Dennis, like a Dennis, <laughs> like a Dennis Rodman, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I will foul. Without the nose ring. Without the nose yeah. ring. Without the nose ring yet. Or the yet. <laughs> the hair. The dyed hair. Yeah. 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 All right. Is your hair dyed? Yeah. <laughs> My hair is a great color and it's very natural. So it's called a windshield. But I, so if the <laughs> All right. So if the mayor Why do we have to bring Biden into this. <laughs> so, so if the mayor challenges you to a basketball game. He just walks into the council chamber with a ball. He's like spinning it on his finger. You know, it's like so. It's all like intimidating. Game. He goes, "All right, Game. let's do, do it. it." And then yeah, he does a I'll few do Harlem yeah. Globe Trotter tricks. Well, what about that? What about bringing the Globe Trotters to town, like and and have them say, I would love it. Play yeah, against them. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about donkey basketball? You ever see that donkey basketball? You guys ride in the back at donkeys no. playing basketball. I have no idea what you're talking. You serious? No. You've never seen donkey basketball. No. They put donkeys, probably with the, with the advent of better floors, they don't do it, but they used to put these donkeys on the floor, and people would ride on the donkeys and play basketball. And it would usually be the school teachers against the kids, things like that. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. It was the 80s. <laughs> Donkey can we, basketball. Can we do this like New Bedford counselors versus school committee members? That would be fantastic. On donkeys? Don- donkeys. That would be good. I think that'd be good. People would eventually get confused as to where the donkeys were, but the um, <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what you guys have never heard of donkey basketball? 
No. Never. No. They must have banned it. He says incredulously. <laughs> they must have banned it with dog racing and other, other things like that. Yeah. Donkey, maybe you can't use animals for sport like that. But you, you annually, at Aponiquit High School, they would have the teachers versus the kids. Yeah, at Aponiquit. That makes yeah. sense. Aponiquit. Yeah. People brought their anything, own donkeys. That's yeah, anything goes in Freetown and Lakeville. We know that. Yeah. People had their own donkeys. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's Everybody had to, That's the thing. Everybody had a donkey, so I... Donkey bass. Everybody had a donkey, so now we... That's my joke. School committee versus city council donkey basketball. Well, but originally it was the traffic commission versus the the city council for for a, a basketball game. And for a period of time, it was Hugh Dunn versus the mayor in a mm. game of one-on-one. I'll win. 100%. <laughs> you think so? It's all for the taxpayers. Yeah. Okay. What's your strategy? Uh, winning. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was that was uh, that was Charlie Sheen's strategy as well. Yeah, just you just go in winning. Win. Yeah, win. Yeah, winning. Winning. So. Yeah, he's made out all right. He's made out many times. Yeah. I, I used to um, have a Charlie Sheen T-shirt, um, but it was fashionable to wear it. But um, I think I think he's fallen out of fashion now. Yeah, um, that was about ten years ago. Right when he got I fired would, from Two and a Half Men, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he got fired from Two and a Half Men. He was making one point eight million dollars per episode. The highest paid TV, TV actor, maybe of all time. Uh, he's it up there. Like Seinfeld was actually offered five million an episode to do one more season, uh, and he turned that down, which is uh, I thought I think pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, one point eight million dollars he was getting paid per episode. So yeah. So while we have you here, Hugh Dunn, um, what other things are going on? Oh, happened what happened? To the, what happened to the city council? The capital improvement plan got got um, kicked. So what happened? Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and there's a, there's a lot in that capital improvement yeah. plan. Yeah. That's not just merely accounting, right? What happened? All right. So uh, there's a lot of spending for all the city departments, and it got kicked back into committee because. Certain members were not at the committee meetings, and I'm not getting into like why they weren't there or how this happened, but this is where we are. Uh, I voted, I believe it was the only vote to approve it last night because I understand what it is. Oh. And that's to say your colleagues that voted against it don't? <clears throat> I'm not going to say that but well tell people what it is well, so what is the capital no, improvement? No, no. i'm not i'm not going to list all the the public spending projects there's <laughs> there's so many oh, no, just so people know. So, first of all no. first of all that's not a very being a very good guest second of all just broadly what is the capital improvement plan it's, every year we have a capital improvement plan right every department has something that they need like all right so uh, guns. a high school no no, no, no guns no, no, no guns are no, no, no. No, <laughs> like aren't guns considered a capital improvement. Guns. <laughs> no, like uh, the high this school basketball needs, game got real serious. The high school. <laughs> Where are the guns? Showdown, man. That's that's not good. Guns. <laughs> Take the cover. cops need new AMR fifty. Uh, no, no. <laughs> AMR. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, like. In, in, in these improvement plans, you'll have like a, a new locker room for the high school. Okay. Sure. And you'll have a, 
a, a bunch of these other like little upgrades. They're they're not major improvements, but you add them all up, they they add up to like a million dollars this year. Right. We had been briefed on them, and I was comfortable with it. I voted yes, but now other counselors are saying, "Oh, we we didn't have our like bite at the apple to ask about it." Where were you briefed in committee? In committee. Okay. And so what you're saying is there were counselors that didn't go to the committee to get briefed. And then because of that, because they didn't go to the council, they didn't go to the committee to get briefed. They don't know what's in the plan. And they used that to kick the can so they could get briefed. I'm not saying that, but well, uh, that may have like. happened. Okay. 508 We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris Marcus. We're here with Council Dunn on a Friday night. Coming up this week on Town Square. Marcus Farrow. That's me. Chris McCarthy. That's me. And Hugh Dunn. That's him. He, he nodded. He nodded for everybody. He this doesn't, is, he doesn't always auto. answer questions. We actually have Senator Mark Montigny on the line, too. Hey, Senator, how are you? Gentlemen, you're all up late? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> working. Yeah, we're, we're up late and working. I'm at work. You know how that goes, right? I'm, hey, well, I'm working, too, if I have to put up with you guys. You think this is joyful? You think this is my hobby? <laughs> We're here to amuse you. Oh man, I'm I'm like nudging into middle age. You know, this is late for me. Nudging, nudging. He said, nudging. All right. Seriously, anybody who listening might say, like, he really is delusional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I I hate to lighten it up like that because certainly I know after just calling coincidentally, I was actually calling as you all know on a separate matter, and I understand that you're all talking about uh, Hugh Dunn's excellent filing um, that we certainly will support. So it's not a light moment, but I think, well, I can say that I know that Mike would want us to lighten it up, so I guess I right. should say that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you, um, do you think that, you know, I know you're going to work with State Rep Hendricks uh, and getting this legislation through uh, Beacon Hill. Do you, do you know uh, like, do you have a timetable? I know it just passed yesterday. No, I mean, because it literally just happened. But he and I will, like, we've already started, you know, long ago. I was going to say, you've been involved in this process from the beginning, right? Yeah, I, I support it 100% from the beginning. I have no idea why we're even talking about it. Because it took a long time for the city to come around, really, quite frankly. Hugh Dunn yeah, explained some of it. What's that? Hugh explained, Hugh, I know you didn't catch it earlier, Mark. Hugh Dunn explained really what the holdup was and what, what ultimately had to happen to get it through. No, and I wish I had listened only because oh. I know who's the expert <laughs> on the local level and I would have actually liked to hear his part. Ironically, I was listening to the show about an hour ago and then was not. I was busy and I just coincidentally called in. I actually thought Chris was off the air because I didn't realize that it was so far past my bedtime. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, so I would have liked to hear that. I mean, it really... I don't. I make it a habit not to be critical of things going on the city level, just as I don't really tolerate a whole lot of criticism of, of what we're trying to do. So I won't, you know, I won't point fingers. But I was very surprised that that one that Hugh and others had to uh, so aggressively push it. I mean, it just seems like the ultimate easy no-brainer. Like people who put their lives on the line to serve. Um, yes, there has to be some structure 
and there certainly has to be protection for taxpayers. I get all that. I work on it all day at the state level. But at the end of the day, these are families and these are people who really put their lives on the line. So I'm happy to see that it's coming to us. We're speaking to Mark Montigny, Senator Mark Montigny of New Bedford, um, about the, uh, the the Cassidy uh, benefits bill that just passed uh, last night in the city council um, and, and what he's going to do when it gets to the state level. And um, we understand that Governor Baker has made commitments to sign this. Do you see that that's what's going to happen? You know, as you guys know, I have a, a very good, close relationship with the governor, but I never would predict. I, I won't even predict the vote before it happens. I, I don't want to call it superstition. I just think it's arrogant to do that. I can't see any reason why, uh, and I know, by the way, that Chris Hendricks, who, who's, who's uh, a great state rep and a partner with me in a lot of things, as other members of the team are in the delegation, but he's as determined as anyone on this call, including me, to get this done. So I, I just, you know, knowing the governor's character without even knowing whether he's made those commitments, Chris. Right. I, I, I see no reason why he wouldn't. I mean, it's a responsibility of the local government and the state government to back, in butter, back, up, back it up and buttress it. Plain and simple. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I completely agree with you. I think Governor Baker would is, is not only not going to hesitate; he's going to he's going to he's going to make it a big deal to sign it. I mean, it's just it's it's yeah, a, I would it, think right? so. Right? I mean, it's 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 more than symbolism; it's real human life. And right. like, if we've learned anything the last couple of years, to me, and this is why I don't understand the fight, although I absolutely respect building in responsible financial structure, you know, it's just this is one of those. Pandemics. I'll give you an example. I was very, very fortunate. I think I probably had a very early case. I'd come back from Portugal a couple of years ago. I was very, very sick. Back in, this was in February of 2020. So we still weren't really convinced that we were all walking around with COVID at that time, right? In hindsight, I think I had it. So maybe that built some immunity. I then got boosted um, after my initial shots and got it again. And to sit around and try to speculate when you got it and where you got it. I mean, I went to three or four public events in New Bedford after being relatively reclusive during the pandemic because of my mom. I mean, I just turned down every single dog and pony show, particularly when other politicians were inviting me, um, because it's 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 just there was just no reason to be at things to expose yourself, right? right? Well, you know, you go to a few events. I remember one night I'm at the Star Store. It was May fifth. I remember it well because it was it when we were working on the the Star Store project. I was there for an art show, and I, I two three days later here I am. I had so how do you know where I caught that? Was it in a restaurant? Was it from someone in my car? Was it in my home? Was it at the Star Store? Imagine now people who are serving the public and touching and breathing and feeling and getting coughed on and even in some cases sadly you know spit on and right. you know right. everything else in this impossible job they do we're speaking with senator mark montigny so i think we've covered the the sergeant mike cassidy um thing uh the the, the process and its prospects very thoroughly my question is um if you were to field a basketball team out of the legislature from Beacon Hill, who would you pick as your starting five? And you have to include yourself in it. I wouldn't pick any of them, including myself. <laughs> what about Charlie Baker? What about the only reason I pick myself is because I get tired of being in the schoolyard as a kid and not getting picked for. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, yeah, there's some young whippersnappers probably, but. 
Have you looked at this crew? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I, I, I suppose you're right. I, I thought maybe there might be a few athletes in there. I guess more, more Healy could could is was a pretty good basketball player. Okay, then, say. You, then you put her on your team. That's fine. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll, I'll go outside. I'll go outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bunch of nice people. I, 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 a bunch of nice people. I want them to write laws with me. I want them to show up at you know dog and pony shows. But really, come on. <laughs> I, I'm coming right down to New Bedford and going to the places I played basketball at and picking my team. <laughs> not at Buckwood Park and a bunch of other parks that you know. I guess well, you could take Chris Hendricks. Yeah, I would probably put Chris on there. What about Chris Markey? I think Chris Markey his, probably his, 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 his son his was son really now. good, good player for staying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well, his kids are much better players than he is. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, then again, I used to be able to hurdle Cadillacs, and now I couldn't hurdle a milk cotton. Right. Right. That's a true story. Summers. Summers. True story. <laughs> witnesses. Witnesses. I could, I could hurdle. When I was in my hurdle days, I could hurdle a Cadillac. And I don't mean the little small ones they build these days. The Fleetwoods. The big ones. So, <laughs> a Cadillac in the 80s. I don't know how we get into it. So, so we, we, we got into this conversation, but uh, I keep on getting a, a prompt. Uh, we want to know your uh, thoughts on Biden uh, going to Somerset for his big speech. Well, I mean, look, versus versus New Bedford, frankly, we, we, yeah, we think it should have so, been New Bedford. So I'm a New Bedford guy. So that's easy. Of course, he should have come to New Bedford. However, I heard you guys earlier. I, I don't know who made the decision. I don't buy that because... A congressman happens to speak out a lot on. I mean, do you know any Democrats who don't speak out and take credit for climate change? Seriously, um, I mean, for you know, for combating climate change, strike that, edit that. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, it would be interesting to know what the thought process was. But you know, because I heard Marcus discussing it, when you have one of the most polluting uh, coal-fired uh, plants in the country that all of a sudden is going to be used in, you know sustainable energy i can see where that would tempt them i can't say that i was anything but disappointed but that's parochial that's that's me (laughs) (laughs) according to jack spillane i'm a transactional small-minded guy I mean, I never, I never, I never told him I spoke seven languages and had visited 195 countries. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like you never left New Bedford, right? I've been hiding behind my intellectualism since my birth. <laughs> and, 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 and most people would say I've done it very effectively. <laughs> anyway, Jesus. <laughs> If you can tell, it's Friday night, and, and and by the way, no, I haven't even had a sniff of anything. Other no, no one here. Has. No one here no. has. No, yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's like you guys are all mellow, and then I call in and shake up the thing, and now like you guys have something. Come on over, man. And come by. Come by. Let's go. From text I'm getting that Hugh Dunn was covering all the details really well, so I called in. <laughs> <laughs> no stone unturned. Never. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to talk to you all. I commend you for bird dogging this and also Chris Hendricks and a bunch of other people that I'm probably leaving out, but that will have to uh, suffice. So, Mark, so, so we don't have much time left, but uh, and, and tonight's not the night for it, but 
next week sometime. Um, but, you know, you, I know you guys have a lot of stuff there, but we'll get, we're going to get you in at least by the phone maybe to talk a little bit about your Star Store project and all the stuff that's going on up there with the state budget. Yeah, I'd love to. I right, think we got so much done. I mean, there's obviously money, so it's easy to say that we got so much done and actually stand by it. But I'm particularly proud of the Star Store. As you know, oh. there's some other policy issues. So that well, would Mark, be good. Mark, unlike I, everybody else in this room, I remember when downtown was going to hell. So I know what you did. Yeah, I hate to admit that I that I know <laughs> I, that my age shows it, but I'm so I'm proud of it. I mean, well, you're you know, nudging you, your way into middle life, right? It's, it's, yeah, nudging. <laughs> I came up with that completely spontaneously. Just want you to know, I'm not. I did not plan to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on a T-shirt already. So no, I'm so. happy to do it. Ne- you know, next week is going to be tough. To- just because, and Marcus, because you, you cannot, you can, you cannot cancel on us live on air like that. You just can't do no, it. Listen, listen, <laughs> oh, no, wow. no, 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 I didn't make any commitment. He, he makes things up. I like casually say things like, "Man, that sounds good." Um, but I want to come in the studio and have some fun. But it's a tough week, and I actually may be in Boston for part of it. I'll be in New Bedford for most of it. So not impossible. But remember. We may be like the other night, Thursday, was it today, Friday? Last night, we were in session until almost midnight. Right, so, yeah. you know, No, yeah. no, I, I get it. I, I mean, totally I get, get it. it. Although, you know what I might do just for fun so people will remember it? I might actually work remotely one night and come in there and vote on the Senate floor through my... That you know, would be amazing. Uh, I think I'm going to do that just to get attention. That's good. <laughs> I... Mark, thanks for uh, thanks for calling in. We got to close out, right. but thank you, appreciate it. Have a nice weekend, Mark. Thanks, Senator Mark Montigny. Yeah, it was, and I was dramatic say, music. Senator, you, uh-